Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 127. The Strip is about to get a dose of the royal family. We have details of the permanent attraction that will certainly grab global headlines. Plus, the Silverton Hotel gets ready for its 25th anniversary and a major renovation of its hotel. We have a list of the big specials they have going on this summer. I head to Nellie's Southern Kitchen in the MGM Grand. The Jonas Family Restaurant opened recently, and while I was there, guess what? I ran into Kevin Jonas Sr. What we talked about coming up. And the Halo Car launches in downtown Las Vegas. We take a ride and chat with the founder how this new concept will reinvent your rental experience. Let's get to it and spin the wheel. Welcome everyone to episode 127 of Vegas Revealed. Dana Roselli here along with Sean McAllister. And gosh, we're heading into a week where we are going to be all about dominoes. I, let me tell you, I already have my game face on and I need to have it on because Dana, we were called and asked to host uh, the pilot episode of a game show that's all about dominoes. I know. It's called Domino Time. It's going to be shooting in the eSports arena over at the Luxor. It's going to be tons of fun. And the reason we're letting you know is because you can be in the studio audience, everyone. Um, 7 p.m. to like midnight on Thursday the 28th. If you want to come down and be in the studio audience. We were talking with the creators of this, and they were saying, you know, dominoes are becoming so popular. It's kind of heading into, they're hoping that at one point and one day, it will be like the World Series of Poker. Yeah, if you think this is the domino game that you played around the kitchen table with your family (laughs) as a kid, uh -uh uh-uh-uh. The stakes have been raised. This is high competition, and we're going to be there to witness it firsthand. So yeah, come down and join us. Be in the studio audience and uh, see how they've really raised the stakes on the game of dominoes. It should be really fun. So um, we're gearing up for that, everyone. Um, And coming off the heels of a big wedding in town. Yeah. I mean, we're we're still soaking up all the the (laughs) love that... J-Lo and Ben Affleck left behind. Now, do we still call them Benefer, or was that back in the early 2000s when they first met, they were Benefer? Because I feel like people don't call them that anymore. Well, I feel like they Why? should be Benefer now. So do I. And I Jennifer like... took his name. She's now, uh, what, Jennifer Lynn Affleck. Right. She's not J-Lo anymore. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's probably why she came to... Oh, yeah. Or is it Jennifer Lopez Affleck? Is it Jennifer Lynn? Well, yeah, her okay. middle name. Oh, okay. Got it. But thought... she didn't... I don't think that she kept her Lopez. Okay. Um, but she's still J-Lo. She's, she's still always going to be J-Lo. Yeah. Well, and I love that, you know, everyone's talking about it and everyone's excited about it. You and I have had to drive by a little white wedding chapel twice this week. And both times when we drove by, there's still, like, entertainment TV crews out there, like, scouting out the place. There I mean, are. they're not coming back. No, I know. I know. <laughs> it's People over. Are, are just there to get the experience to hear from anybody who was inside who took part in the ceremony to walk through the the dressing room where ben was <laughs> taking video before the ceremony there's graffiti on the mirror i know i don't even know was it a dressing room or just like a it almost looked like a bathroom but i'm not sure it might have been he did it so quick but all the little clips going around it is cool that they got married in vegas i love it it's great for our city i mean we put up a tiktok um, of us driving by the wedding chapel. And it's got like, I don't even know, like 88,000 views in like 24 hours. It's like crazy. It's taking off. 
And so many people are commenting that they also got married there and reminiscing. And some are saying, well, my marriage didn't last. Some are saying we're still kicking, (laughs) you know, 20 years later or whatever. And people are like, well, Brittany was the OG of getting married there. Right. And actually it was what, Joan Collins and Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan too. Right. Yeah, they're Who on the also sign. Also got married there. Yeah. Well, I was looking at some of the yeah the close up signs and the pictures online and stuff like that. So I mean, a lot of people you know get married in Vegas, and sometimes it's the real deal, and sometimes it's not. Now, remember when Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian recently went there? Theirs wasn't official. They did it more for fun. But J Lo and Ben have an official Clark County marriage license. I saw our friend Stacy Galani, yep. that works for Entertainment Tonight, went down there and got the official license. She had it in hand, so it is official. I thought it was interesting. I didn't pin them as Vegas wedding people. Did you? No. Yeah. I really didn't. I, I kind of, I don't, I don't know. know. Always. Picture J Lo is you know having the big ceremony and all that, if, and they kept it very intimate, just yeah. the kids, immediate family. Right, I, and I always thought, well, even if it was small, I picture them like on the edge of a cliff over the ocean or something type True. tricky wedding. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't know why I picture that, but anyway, I'm glad that they got married in Vegas. It's been great publicity for us. We're the best place to get married if you want to do it quick, make it special, make it memorable. Um, I know she's releasing more and more details about it, and and they did, like, the drive-through, and it was fun, and all that kind of thing. So we love it. Uh, congratulations to Benifer. Everyone's saying, you know, let's place bets on how long they're going to last, this and that. Listen, I just want to be positive for Absolutely. everyone. Just- I, I hope for both of their sakes that this is a, a long-haul relationship mm-hmm. for both of them. I mean, it is kind of nice that they were together earlier in life, and then they— you know, reconvened, got back together, and now said, you know, you've always been the one. That's kind of sweet. It is. And it's something familiar and something, it is. Yeah. That's a a really nice thing. Again, congratulations to uh, Ben and Jennifer on their Vegas wedding. Another celebrity couple that got married here in Las Vegas, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Oh, right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was what? Like couple couple years ago? Oh gosh, that I know was time God, is at like least a warp. Three years ago, three yeah, twenty nineteen. Right, twenty nineteen years ago. Okay, yep. well, the Jonas Brothers uh, recently had a show over at Park MGM, and they have also, well, the whole family, I should say, has opened a new restaurant at MGM Grand. We mentioned it before, and it's called Nelly's Southern Kitchen. So I went there recently um, before we had a shoot over across the street at Excalibur. I was trying to think of something that would be somewhat close. And I'm like, I have not been to Nelly Southern Kitchen yet. So went over there with our friend that's a photographer, uh, Denise Trussello, and uh, celebrity blogger Perez Hilton. And we, when we were there, Kevin Jonas Sr. was there. So he's, he's the papa of the Jonas Brothers. So he is uh, part of the... He's- of the creation process of the Joe Bros. He sure is. And we were all chatting about the different times that we've interacted with the Jonas Brothers and when we might have um, run into him. And I was mentioning, which we've talked about in the past as well, when they were here for their, their movie being released and they surprised the crowd at Town right, Square yep. and how I interviewed them. He's like, oh my gosh. He's like, I was there too. I remember that. 
and Denise has, you know, photographed them for many years. Perez Hilton's run into them many, many times. So it was kind of fun to catch up with Kevin, and he gave us a tour. And how was the restaurant? I've been so curious about it. So here's the deal. I didn't expect it to be, A, as big, large, oh, really? and, and as huh. beautiful as it was. I just thought, you know, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, oh, Southern Kitchen, maybe it's a cute little so joint. So where, where is it? So you pass the new Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. So it's okay. down in the district yep. as you head over toward the Grand Garden Arena. On the right side, um, you pass a couple things before you get there. So as you're walking that way, a um, couple stores on the right side, another restaurant that I can't think of the name of, and then Nelly's Southern Kitchen. Okay. And I'm also going to put nice. up a Reels, and I have kind of me walking toward the sign. You'll see Perfect. it. But it's huge. It, first of all, super tall ceilings, beautiful decor, open like you walk in there's a room to the right there's a room then there's a big room in the back where they had live music playing Kevin showed us the private room that they have with beautiful paintings on the wall and kind of a theme southern theme in there again it was Kevin Sr. Kevin Sr. (laughs) yep and he was taking us around I know and he wanted to show us everything and he was basically telling us the history of it and how it is all after his grandmother Nellie Jonas they opened one in North Carolina and this is their second location and he was saying he's been spending a lot of time here and basically has two homes now. He's going back and forth between North Carolina and Las Vegas. So he's living here part-time. Well, hey, if the Jonas Brothers, uh, if the Jonas family needs a nice big house to (laughs) relax in, well, they're here in Vegas. I know a builder. Okay, yes. Call us. We've got a great builder that we just had a meeting with this week that makes beautiful homes. Um, Another thing we did talk about were the kids. So he was telling us how... You know, it's so strange that he had four boys, yeah, all boys, yeah, and now all That's the boys huh? have only had girls. So all the babies and all wow. the grandchildren are only girls. And he was telling us that, and it was just announced this this week, I think, or last week, that another baby girl has has come into the Jonas family. And so, um, yeah, all girls for grandchildren, all boys for immediate kids. So wow. isn't that cool? Yeah. And so he was laughing about that and saying it's a whole new kind of learning process now. He got used to just dealing with the boys, and now he's going to have to deal with the girls. I guess so. But as a grandpa to all of those little girls, mm-hmm. he gets to deal with them on a whole different level than if they were his daughters. Yes, true. <laughs> you know, he gets to have the fun time with the little yep. baby grand girls mm-hmm. and a grand girl, a granddaughter. Or a granddaughter, yep. <laughs> I know. But he gets to spoil them rotten, I guess, is, is my point. Exactly. So they do have a wall there dedicated to the Jonas Brothers and some of their achievements and some of their magazine covers. Also, Kevin Sr. telling us he loves all the son's wives. They're having a blast together. He's loving the extended family. Oh, good. So that's really cool. I want to tell everyone, though, about a couple things to order when you're there. And my number one on my list is this Collard and Artichoke Dip. So it's artichokes, collard greens, and Parmesan hot dip with with toast points, okay, that you dip into this cheesy... It was the most delicious thing. We all were loving it. It was so good. I'm like, does Uber Eats deliver from Nelly's Kitchen? Like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> so anyway, you have to order the collard and artichoke dip. And again, it's collards, artichoke, and Parmesan served with toast points. You got to get it. The dumplings were delicious. They had these uh, different kinds of... Um, it was a similar to an egg roll, but not. Um, it was like barbecue chicken with mac and cheese and collards in there all wrapped. 
that was delicious. Uh, we had some shrimp. The salad was great. So the um, biscuits, delicious. Oh, Loved the biscuits. Mm, a good southern biscuit. I had you to, can't beat it. I had to stop at one because I was like, I will eat this whole basket. <laughs> the waitstaff was great. The live music was great. Stop by Nellie's Southern Kitchen. It was really fun. Great environment. Enjoyed it a lot. Very cool. Hey, I wanted to uh, mention really quick, uh, one of our longtime Las Vegas headliners who is no longer performing on the Strip is about to make a Las Vegas return. Mm -hmm. Elton John is coming back to Las Vegas uh, as part of his Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour. Uh, November 1st, I believe that's a Tuesday, he's playing at Allegiant Stadium. Um, I went on to see what ticket prices were because I really wanted to go. Mm -hmm. I loved Elton John's residencies here. I am just a huge fan of him and his music. I found tickets for $48. Wow. Now they were good. they were up in the you know, they were up in the top yeah. top ring of the arena. But it's not but Elysian Stadium isn't that big. I mean it is, but no, the way they have it set up. No, it's a great view though. It's not even like you're it's not I wouldn't even call it a nosebleed. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been to uh, Raiders games and sat up in those seats too, mm-hmm. and it's an inc- it's a great view. Yeah. It's a great view. So they're not bad seats. Um, but for 48 bucks, you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. And to be there for Elton's farewell tour, whether it's his final farewell tour or right. not, is, remains to be seen. I have a feeling that his touring days may be done, but his Vegas residency days may not be done. Yeah, I think he could be back here. So it'll be exciting to see if he, he spills any details about, about coming back to Vegas I know. during that show. Well, that's a great price. You and I spent fifty bucks just to go to the Las Vegas ballpark the other day for the I know the big game with the Raiders versus the Golden Knights. Right. Which, you know, a lot of it was for good cause and everything like that. But I mean, you're thinking you're getting Elton John tickets, you know? Yeah. But that was a blast too. We had fun at the Las Vegas ballpark. I just want to do a quick shout out to the Raiderettes because I have never seen them so up close. You know, because we had great seats because we, you know, we sat right behind home home plate, home right? Plate, yep. And I they were like killing it. I was like, shout out to the Rayorettes. They look good. Their dance moves were on point. They were great. They are a great representation of our yeah, team. It really. Darren Waller was there from the Raiders, uh, the whole, you know, all sorts of players from both teams, some of the former Golden Knights players. That was a lot of fun. It was great to see them all back and kind of having fun together. The Golden Knights beat the Raiders, by the way. Yeah, that was a great time. Glad to see both of our professional sports teams out there. Um, something that's been announced to be coming to Las Vegas, there's a Princess Diana exhibit that is coming as a, a permanent installation to the shops over at Crystals. That's the shopping center that's attached to Aria. Yeah, it's gorgeous over there. Yeah, this exhibit's supposed to open in late August. And apparently, according to the website, which is dianalasvegas.com, you can sign up for updates and exclusive pre-sale ticket, but according, this is how they describe it. They're going to transport you into the life of the world-famous royalty through the designer fashions, personal effects, and historic items of the People's Princess and the royal family. Wow. So it looks like they're going to go through a lot of, you know, different aspects of her life, and and I love the, the designer fashions. It kind of makes it seem a little bit more appropriate for the shops at Crystals, you know. Maybe that's why they decided to have it there. It's a beautiful space, too. Yeah, it does. So this exhibit opens at the end of August. Mm-hmm. We'll be going over there um, and having a lot more uh, in-depth 
coverage for you as uh, that exhibit gets closer. But we just wanted to put it on your radar that the Princess Diana exhibit is opening at the end of August uh, over at the Shops at Crystal's. Yeah, I think a lot of eyes globally are going to be on that, like we mentioned. Yeah, for um, sure. We've heard a lot of buzz. All right, let's talk about the Halo car. We have an interview coming up that's going to explain all of it, but Sean and I always like to kind of give our take because we rode in the Halo car. First of all, when we went on the Vegas loop, that was just last week, right? Um, we had the Halo, the folks at the Halo car reach out and say, hey, come check out what we're doing. And, and then we realized so many people are interested in transportation around Las Vegas because our tourists are always looking for, and locals, easier ways to get around and avoid the traffic. But something you and I were chatting about is that, you know, waiting in line at the rental car place is a real pain. It is. one of the downfalls when you rent a car and then having to turn it in. And so Halo Car kind of takes that out of the loop, I should say. It does. Yeah, so basically what it is, it's an autonomous vehicle what you do, you you go onto the halo.car, that's their mm-hmm. website, you request a vehicle. The vehicle will drive itself to you. You get in, you drive it like you would a normal vehicle. When you're done using the car, you just park it in a parking spot or on the street. You go back on the website, say that you're done, and then the car drives itself back to home base, which is incredible it's so cool that's so cool (laughs) it really is and i was like wait what uh we went on a ride and just took a little loop around downtown to see how it works we had a driver with us just in case you know and they're doing that they they they're not uh, they're still manned right now yeah they're in the beta phase beta phase right of, of their launch so they do still have a driver in the driver's seat so that, um, you know, they're just double, triple checking yeah, things. of course. And we got to see how it works, though, with the wheel moving and, you know, we could hear home base. The, the woman that was over there actually controlling the car was talking back to the driver. And he said, you know, they're op- they have open communication right now in the beta phase so that they can learn from it. They can give each other, you know, the right signals and stuff like that. So it was interesting to watch that all go down. Go to our Instagram. We're going to put up a Reels where you'll visually be able to see all of this. But first, um, who could say it better than the founder, right? Yeah, that's right. We sat down with Anand and Cass from Halo Car to get all the details about this very futuristic ride. So the ultimate vision for Halo is to move the entire planet from gasoline cars to electric. Today, electric cars are great, but the problem with electric cars is it's $40,000. Not everybody can afford it. Even if you're able to afford it, you still have to retrofit your house with some form of charging station. If you're renting a house, you can't do it. If you're in a place where you can't actually install something, you can't, right? So that determines how people get access to electric cars, right? What we're saying is, instead of buying a car, why not just push a button? The car just shows up magically. You drive it how much way you want, and when you're done, don't park the car. Just walk away. The car's gone. That is exactly what Halo is. Well, and I was going to say, the one part I hate of even just renting a car is having to return it. So the fact that you stop at your last spot and then it drives back to where it needs to go is a blessing, right? Exactly. Yeah, parking is a nightmare. People average spend 30 minutes every time they take a trip to find a parking spot and is it actually the right parking spot. And you have like 50 different signs on top of a single pole. It's all contradicting each other, right? How do you know whether you know, it's safe to park, right? So that's the biggest problem for owning a car, right? So why not just eliminate that altogether and just drop the car and walk away like a rideshare service? Car is gone. So is that what 
the ultimate goal is here to kind of chip away at the, the rideshare market? Or is this kind of a rental car solution too? The ultimate goal is climate change, right? That's the ultimate goal that we want to talk, tackle really head on. But we're starting off with a rental car first because if you don't make a service convenient, affordable, efficient, nobody's going to convert to it, right? If those categories are not met, then nobody's going to use the service. Why push car ownership as the only way to get electric cars? Why not electric cars could be accessible to all, right? For just a few dollars, now you're able to get into an electric car, drive it around how much of you want, get the feel for it instead of forking $40,000 up front. That's the vision for Halo. And with a service like this, our customers take our app, push a button, request a car. We will remotely drive an old electric car with nobody inside to the doorstep. Once the car arrives, they jump in the driver's seat. They drive it how much ever they want. Once they've finished driving, they just drop it and walk away. Don't worry about parking. We will remotely drive the car to the next customer. Well, and I was going to say, so uh, people might be curious, well, where are the people that are actually driving it? And you have an actual station where there are people guiding and, I don't know, are they joysticking? What are they doing? <laughs> Do they have a wheel? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we call this mission control, where it's all based in Las Vegas. We've hired the first crew of remote pilots that are actually in our mission control right now driving the cars. Right? They sit in an actual base station. They can see the full car around it. They have full 360-degree visibility around the car. They can see even the smallest detail that you can't see yourself sitting inside the car, right? That's kind of how we've engineered it. Each car has six cameras that are integrated, and they stream in real time. And one of our proprietor IPs to bring the latency down so they can actually see exactly what's happening in real time so they can actually drive the car fully remote based in Las Vegas. So you you are launched now. You're going into a beta phase. Um what does that beta phase include? What geographic area of Las Vegas? And then what are the plans beyond that? Yeah, absolutely. So during the beta phase, uh, you'll be able to book a car and get it delivered to you basically anywhere from Charleston up to the top of downtown. Uh, we'll deliver the car anytime between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. And so you'll say, I want a car Friday morning, 10 a.m. And the car will arrive to your location Friday morning at 10 a.m. And when you're done, you'll park the car, hit the button on the app, say, I'm done, and we'll drive the car away. So during the beta, um, the cars will arrive with a support operator, so someone in the front seat to help you find the car, help you work out how it works, tell you about how to charge it and clean it, and, and someone who haven't used an electric car before. And so during the beta, we'll be working out how to make that handover process super smooth so that when we take that support operator out, people still know how to find their car, still know how to get in. And what about price point. I mean, I know you probably can't get specific right now. Everyone's different, but like people might want to know, well, is this going to cost me a fortune? Is it in my price range? Is it affordable? Is it comparable to renting or an Uber? Yeah, absolutely. So it should be comparable to renting a car from um, a Hertz or a Tura or an Enterprise. So we're thinking to start with during the beta, it'll be about $100 a day. And I know once people hear that there's a, a car that's going to drive itself to you, I, I think people might wonder about safety. So what have you put in place for, for safeguards? Yeah, so each car has three networks. T-Mobile, biggest partner for us, and we have AT&T and Verizon, because we understand that not one network is going to be absolutely perfect. So we need to rely on multiple networks. So we've kind of created a way where we have three tiers of redundancy. Right? If one network's not good, it's always automatically backed by another network and another fallback on top of that. In the worst case event, if all fails... The car has enough intelligence, and we call this RBS, a redundant braking system, where the car comes to an automatic safe stop if all else fail. 
right? So you have an ultimate safety net that always catches. That's kind of how we engineer the stack. And, and why Las Vegas? Obviously, are you guys in other cities, I'm assuming? Not yet. Not yet. Vegas okay, so first. Vegas is the first. So why Las Vegas first? Several reasons. Number one is regulations, right? We, we, you know, I come from Uber. I took a chapter of Uber's chapters, right? Saying I want to do something different. I want to work with cities. I want to work with policymakers. I want to make them our partners, right? So when we started the venture, I started the company in San Francisco three and a half years ago. California was not the first state. It's really hard for us to work with California regulators to push a very innovative product out. That's when we started working with multiple states and cities, and Las Vegas was perfect. Nevada was one of the first ones to give permit for Waymo way back in the day, in 2011, right? So that's what we wanted to you know, uh, partner with, and that's why I came here in 2021, met with the city officials and the mayor's office and all that, decided this is going to be the first friendly state, our friendly city, that we can partner with. And then we got the first official permit from DMV of Nevada last year to launch our commercial service, right? So these are the incredible advantages that we have with uh, Vegas. The second big one is in the engineering side. We want to have a flat topography, whereas no hills, no you know like really difficult terrains. Because we're a young company, right? It's the first city that we're starting with. We want to have it a little bit more easier for us to handle. Third one is rain. It barely rains in Vegas, right? <laughs> so we can get away with other priorities engineering instead of waterproofing every single component. So we can actually work on actually improving the engineering and focus on actual first deployment. So these are some of the reasons why we chose Las Vegas and Nevada to be the first city and first launch. And outside of that, cost of living is so much affordable compared to California, and people love coming to Vegas. And anytime we say we're HQ'd in Vegas, all of our partners are like, can I come there this weekend? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's a huge advantage for us, right? So all this goes together, and now we're HQ'd, headquartered in Las Vegas. Now we're a local company. What's cool about it is you don't have to go to the rental car yeah. Hub, you don't have to go to the rental car terminal in order to pick the vehicle up, yep. and you know that standing in those lines can be a half a day mm -hmm. venture. So, I mean, this really does add a level of convenience that you're not going to find anywhere else. Yeah. Absolutely, not only that, right? That the average people spend about an hour and a half just waiting in line before they get access to the car outside of the shuttle buses they have to take and the inconvenience of lugging your own luggage, right? That's one segment. There's another whole segment that we see it could, it could uh, scale into. 56% of American households have two cars. Cars in general are just parked 23 hours a day. We barely use it 4%. But think about this, right? How many cars do you guys have, right? Yeah. What is it doing right now? Right. It's just parked. Right. But you're still paying for that car. Yeah. Why not just pay for the drive time only and not for the park time? That is what we're trying to introduce, right? right? We do this really, really well. That second car is gone. You don't need a second car anymore. You have a primary commute car, and over time, we'll come for that too. Listen, I love that you guys are headquartered in Las Vegas. I think this is really, you know, probably going to be the future. So can we go for a ride? Let's do it. Right. Absolutely. Let's go. There we go. So again, really cool that this, you know, futuristic uh, travel concept is based right here in Las Vegas. Exactly. Once it expands, I think it's really going to be something that, will benefit everyone's travel experience, you know, just and the take, environment. Yeah, in the environment, right, and take the time out of it. So that'll be great. Well, we're got we've got a whole tip segment here coming up on one topic. So let's get right to it. And we're dedicating tips to one topic because there are so many elements to get to 
that we just have to dedicate the entire segment to it. <laughs> yeah, both the, you and I spent many, you know, a lot of time because we lived here a long time yep. uh, hanging out over at the Silverton Casino Hotel. Great spot south of the Las Vegas Strip. You can see it right from the highway. You pass that, it's on the right. Later on, there's the South Point. Later on, there's the M. You get the gist as you head south. Yep. Um, Silverton's a great spot. Both you and I love the Mexican restaurant in there. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I've been there so many times. In Twin Creeks, the steakhouse is great. It is. And it's a, it's a fun casino. Um, they're celebrating, yeah, 25 years. And what they're going to do is a huge renovation to the hotel portion of the hotel casino. So they're going to be doing a complete, I guess, reimagining of this. Um, and it's going to create a new kind of boutique hotel experience. What they're going to do is have different designs. There's going to be a cowboy kitsch collection, a rustic modern collection, and a live-in lodge collection. Oh. I know. And for folks that don't know, the Silverton kind of has that theme to it because they have the Bass Pro Shop in there, too. Right. It's like a it's woodsy, huge. outdoorsy kind of feel. Right. That Bass Pro Shop is huge, It's too, massive. Right? With the creek running right through it and everything. You can test out the fishing pole and all that. And the <laughs> number of boats, like full-size yeah. motor boats that they have inside that showroom is insane. <laughs> I drive by. It's a giant glass window that faces the highway. I know. And I look in there every time. I'm like, my God, how many boats can they fit in there? There's it's like a, a whole marina. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole marina. There's a lot to do there. They got the whole, you know, fish tank and uh, some mermaid the mermaids swimming yeah. in there. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun place to visit. So they're going to remodel the hotel portion. It's going to feature 300 rustic luxe guest rooms and suites and with the three distinct kind of design stories that I just mentioned. So that's really cool. Um, that portion is going to close soon. The early part of August, they're closing the hotel until early 2023, but they want to make sure that everyone knows that the entire resort, including the casino, the restaurants, the aquarium, the pavilion, Johnny Rockets, the Starbucks, the Bass Pro Shop, all remaining open during the renovation. Right. It's just the hotel and the pool that are going to be closed down for the renovation. But there are still options available um, if you want to stay while you're having fun over at the Silverton. There's a, a some nearby uh, hotel partners that, that the Silverton is working with to make sure that they can accommodate you while you enjoy everything. So give the Silverton a call and they'll walk you through all that. But there are some incredible deals to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Silverton, Dana. I know you were, and I were looking through the list. It's a very long list. So we picked some of our favorites. <laughs> First off, Sean, I knew you'd like this. Bottomless drinks. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm perked up. I'm for, listening. For silver anniversary happy hours. Yeah, so all through July, they are doing daily bottomless drinks. Daily? Daily bottomless drinks, yeah. During happy hour. It's available for 25 bucks a person. You can enjoy all of the well drinks and draft beer between the hours of 4 to 7 at all of the casino bars and all you do is pay 25 bucks. I feel like this is a college deal. It sounds like it, right? That's a good deal. <laughs> so if you want to go get tipsy, enjoy some cocktails, four to seven, that's your time. Then there's two for Tuesdays. And this is available every Tuesday in July. So we're in mid-July, so not a lot of Tuesdays left. So get there 
quick. And this is at the restaurant you and I just mentioned, Mikasa Grill Cantina. Yes, it's such good food. Listen to this. Buy one, get one free fajitas for one every Tuesday. I know. That's a deal. Buy one, get one free fajitas? Yep. Doesn't that sound good? Dang. How many Tuesdays do we have left? This podcast is coming out. Not very many in July. Okay. This podcast coming out on the 23rd. Uh, Tuesday the 26th is your chance, everyone. Tuesday the 26th. Go get your fajitas. (laughs) Your two-for-one fajitas at uh, Mi Casa Grill Cantina. And then why don't you tell them about the next one, the Mermaid Lounge. This is a deal. This, I couldn't believe it when we were reading through this. So at the Mermaid Lounge inside the Silverton, two cheeseburgers, a basket of fries, and a pitcher of PBR for $25. Well, it's a 25th anniversary. It's an entire meal for two people. Oh, my gosh. Plenty of drinks to go with it Mm -hmm. with your pitcher of beer. For 25 bucks. Isn't that a deal? You will not find that anywhere <sighs> else in and, Las Vegas. And the mermaids like swim by. Uh, and every you can now sit and there and watch the mermaids, <laughs> even better. It's like a surf and turf special. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, you've got two more Sundays to go get your free ice cream bar there, too. Uh, Silverton Rewards members are receiving free ice cream bars every Sunday in July between the hours of noon and four. So go grab. People love free. Go grab your ice cream bar. They do. But make sure you're a Silverton Rewards member in order to get in there and get your scoops. Yeah. So go support uh, the Silverton because, you know, when you're going through a renovation like that, you do have to close things and they want to make sure that they still have folks coming in there. And I'm sure they're going to continue to have lots of specials uh, throughout the year and make sure that people get to enjoy the the hotel casino as much as they can. So the Silverton, happy silver anniversary. Yeah, I know. Silver, silver. That's exciting. It's exciting. And congratulations to everyone over there at the Silverton. Well, those were some tips. Mm-hmm. Remember, you can go to our social media. Listen, I want to quickly chat about what's happening on our oh Instagram. Oh, my gosh. It's nuts. We have gone to, I mean, right now we've got like 14,000 followers, but like two weeks ago we had 1,200. We want to thank everyone um, for following our Instagram and enjoying the content. We did that reel on the Clown Motel, and I think we mentioned this in a past podcast that it was doing really well and kind of taking off, but it, we just hit one mil- million views on that. One million views. I mean, people... Unreal. Either love or hate clowns, I guess. <laughs> guess so. Everyone's tagging there for every minute. There's comments, right? And likes. You there and I are, are like, I, Man. I think as we're sitting here right now, we just got <laughs> ten more comments. In, as I was just saying that. So, if you want to know more about the Clown Motel, which we did a full podcast on, go listen to that podcast, watch the reel, and we also have it on our TikTok as well, also on our YouTube, which. You know, we don't use YouTube too much, um, but we're starting to put more of the short videos on there. And we just hit 500 subscribers there. We're getting close to 550. Um, Our TikTok has over 18,000 followers, and people are loving that. So anyway, everything that we talk about, most everything we talk about, we have video components to go with it. You just have to go to our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. There it is. Then go to Vegas-Revealed.com if you want to find links to all that. Yeah, again, big thank you to the new followers and uh, the followers on social media and those new followers who are new to the podcast and who are downloading and, and listening as well. We appreciate it. Yeah, we were in the top 50 
all over the world this week. Yeah, six so. different countries. I know. I was proud. Yeah, Argentina. eight different countries, actually. Argentina. That was a new one, right? It was. Oh, no. What was it? Oh, Denmark. That was a new one. Denmark, Sri Lanka. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And the United States. So thanks, everyone, so much. Um, we're running out of time, so we've got to go, right? We do. And we'll be back next week with uh, a bunch of zippy great things. Mm-hmm. And more about our dom- our time with Domino Time. <laughs> yes. Come visit us at the Luxor again, 7 p.m. on July 28th. Be we- in the audience. Have a good one. Shopping at the Forum, Versace and Bhutan.